This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Shalom, welcome to Practical Spirituality here in Jerusalem uh, with uh, Asha Torah Live, Asha.com Live on Zoom. And, um, and please keep your phone nearby though because uh, it just went on to low. Uh, hi. So thank God my son has agreed to uh, let us use his Wi-Fi. So off his phone. Hopefully that will work. Um, in honor of the, um, the holiday coming, we're coming into uh, re- the holiday of redemption, Geula, um, where the Jewish people get redeemed by God from Egypt. Um, this is the foundation of our people, and um, and and the uh, we're going to go through all the different uh, simanim, uh, the fifteen simanim, Kadesh, Ruchatz, Karpas. That didn't work. My phone's out too. My phone's still on. Okay. I'll uh, whatever. I'll speak to Facebook for now. Can I get Hamik? You stand on the other side of that camera where I'm going. Kadi shurchatz karpas yachatz magi drachsa muitsi matza moron koyich shochanoch tzafon borich halel nirtsa. Those are the simanim, and um, we're going to go through the the redemption. And I think what we'll do is we'll do it in a style of the of understanding the the coronavirus. Um, we'll see how how we can based on um, based on what we're all going through with this uh, this virus in the world. So. Um, you guys can turn your cameras back on if they're off. I see the Zoom meeting got back online. Um, so starting with, with Kaddish. Kaddish is Kedusha. Kaddish is separateness. David, I'm back. Kaddish is Kedusha. Kaddish is separateness. Kaddish is um, connectivity. Um, now, Kaddish is also Kiddush. We're going to be making, uh, making Kiddush on wine. Um, Pesach night. Uh, it's important to drink wine specifically. Um, uh, grape juice is okay for the infirm or for people who are unwell or for people who are alcoholics who are not allowed wine at all. Otherwise, we're all to be drinking wine. You can drink a lower alcohol wine if you want. But the idea is now on, on the Seder is we're going from a constricted, the constriction, Metsar, Mitzrayim, Egypt, to expansion, to Geula to Harchavah Sadas, to expanded consciousness. And the way we, one of the ways the sages have us doing that is with, uh, with, I mean, if you're a drinker, it's not a lot of wine, but if you're like me, who rarely touches alcohol besides a beer here and there, then it's, uh, then it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of alcohol, especially the first two cups hitting you, you know, it's a fairly empty stomach. But the reason why, can someone shut this window, please? Anytime there's alcohol involved in Jewish celebration, Anytime alcohol is involved, it's always uh, to create expanded consciousness. Um, that's what a cup of wine does. Two cups of wine, which, you know, the, the second one comes in somewhat close succession. Two cups of wine is, um, you know, a little more intense. And, um, and that is, uh, make sure you guys' mics are muted, by the way. Uh, uh, you'll see, I think, oh, Shimon, your mic is muted. Tommy, if you can come back. 
Anyway, it's to accept. That's what the wine's for. Um, Kaddish is also the word kedusha. It means to to sanctify oneself. What it means is to uh, is to have yourself as I want you by above the camera if possible. Is to be. Um, it means to be, you know, holy. It means to. But when we separate, so like for example, every tenth animal is holy. When uh, someone's you know going through their cows, they have to bring every tenth animal, or uh, you know, separate it and either bring it to the temple or to to at least uh, uh, um, how to say uh, be played there. This is really a redemption. If this is like the redemption of the crown, the crown virus, that's going to drag the whole world down to its knees, um, which is, um, you know, causing everyone to have to kind of get real with what Israel and what Israel, sorry, used the pun Israel, but uh, what Israel is, is that there's a God who creates the world. How did it create the world? Well, it created the world out of itself, because that's all there was. There only, there only is God. Ultimately. So think about it. If there's only God, you know, because God didn't go to Home Depot to create the world, He created the world from everything. Let me just explain to my daughter who's helping me. This camera's right here, so either put your eyes right there or right above it, but over there it's not going to work. Anyway, the, um, the, given that the world itself is created from essentially the creator. So that means that the creator is all that there really is. And and that, that's all there is here. Meaning all you're looking at is just the infinite. You're looking at you're looking at the infinite as expressed in the world of the finite. You know, that that that's what there is. Meaning that's all there is. Now, just think about it. If that's all there is, if all there is is the infinite when expressed in the world of the of the finite, if all there really is is God. Where have you been? Been, and and by the way, like I imagine, many people listening to this aren't wouldn't think of like walking around with full God consciousness at all times is like uh, particularly exciting. I mean, it could be many of you would be like, uh, like you know, that might be cool for people in Jerusalem, but like we got other things going on. Uh, I want to explain something. The reason why you're into other things is you feel like those other things are going to give you, they're going to give you something. Like, they're offering something. What are they offering? Well, probably on a very standard level, they're offering stimulation. You know, the things you're into are stimulating you in some way or another. So, who says God consciousness can't be just as stimulating? Maybe it's just as stimulating. Maybe it's even more stimulating. You know, that, like, uh, well, let's put it like this. Sanitize yourself totally. 
to God consciousness. If you like totally sensitize yourself to it. So that'd be very stimulating. You can lower it, by the way, it's too high now, since the other screen's up. Um, yeah, go, go, you can go all the way down to my nose level. But. So since, since stimulating, since God consciousness is, is um, maybe not so stimulating except for to the people who, rec- who like, can be stimulated by subtleties. By the way, I'm not one of them. I'm just coming back from mountain biking in full body armor, downhill riding in the forest here. Thank God that's one of the few things Israel allows is, is certain exercise uh, activities. And one of them is mountain biking. Interesting, like I've never seen my trails so crowded with people, even mountain bikers. Like I have, my trails are mostly secret trails in the Jerusalem mountains down the terraces. And, uh, and, you know, I'm always burning incense. I even keep my uh, Lavona burner. You know, and I don't know if those of you listening know that, that everyone's been saying every day the, um, the part of the Siddur that talks about the incense offering. It's at the very beginning of every Jewish prayer book. Um, but to read that, it starts with the words, Atahu. Okay? It's right after it says three times, um, and God spoke to Moses, Vayedaber. After the three Vayedabers, it says, Atahu, that begins the incense offering. The reason why we say that is because there was a, um, in Parsha's Korach, in the Parsha of Korach, there was a plague where many of the Jewish people were dying. And um, Aaron went with that incense offering throughout the people in the plague. The plague stopped. So we, we were saying it to stop the tradition, the plague. This, this is my little pocket-sized digital incense burner. And inside it, I have one of the four most prevalent of the, of the 11 incense spices. This is called Lavona, um, otherwise known as frankincense. Um, just in my personality. So I... Oh, I shouldn't have closed this in case Facebook comes back on. Um, now they can't see you. That's okay. No, I'll put it here. So, move back forward. So the, um, but I, what I'll do is deep breathing, and I'll use names of God that are written in front of me, and I'll get some incense going, and, and the, and between all of that, like, I can get my mind ready to be focused on, on spirit, you know, just being in spirit. Not needing to be, have, uh, you know, things hit me in the nose like I usually need it. And um, I have a saying that says that um, a spiritual person sensitizes him or his or herself to the subtleties of God in the moment. A spiritual person sensitizes him or himself. <laughs> him or herself. Yeah. A spiritual person sensitizes him or herself to the subtleties of God in the moment. Because God's ultimately creating the world from nothing to something at all times. And we don't see that. We're just like, hey, let's go to the game. You know, like, let's, let's go, go to work and make a bunch of money or whatever. Let's, 
the um, but the spiritual person sensitizes themselves to the subtlety of God in the moment. Now, what if God turned up the volume? Because that's what redemption is all about. You know, I know uh, Christians are into like an figure. Jews are not. Um, we're into the era. But what if God actually like up the volume? You know, of 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 God experience. What if that got upped? And let me explain what I mean by that. What we're experiencing right now, because remember, everything's really of God. So what we're experiencing right now is a ratio of God. What we're experiencing is a ratio of God. you got to zoom. Of God. Um, you can start again in Safari if you want. Um, is the, is what we're experiencing is the ratio of God's light to the filtering of God's light. Filtering it just enough so there can be physicality without... You know, if he doesn't filter it enough, we get blown out by the light. If he filters it too much, we, d- we don't exist at all because you just get the, the darkness from the, you know, over-filterization. So you go to Safari, Zoom, and then jo- join the meeting. Okay. And it's 613-248-0365. See if it goes back up. Okay, and um, so, so the... Um, the... It's a ratio of light to darkness that, that God's created. Now, that ratio was a lot more light to darkness in the time of Adam and Eve. They lived in a, in a lot less of a, of a ratio of uh, darkness compared to light. They had a lot more light compared to darkness. And that's why, that's why Adam, the first man, was able to see you know, from one end of the world to the other, meaning he was able to see the letters of God's name inside of everything he was looking at, such that he could even name the stuff he was looking at. And and we then they ate from the fruit, and then we got locked into this system, the way it is now. But think about it. If Passover, if this whole crown virus is bringing us to Passover, and Passover is bringing us to redemption, and we have this, this you know, redemptive process take place, so then what, what will happen is the ratio switches and spirituality actually hits you in the face like a sporting event or like you know driving around in a you know some power car you know like you don't need the same amount of stimulation nor do you have to sensitize yourself on that level anyway so so this whole holiday starts with the word Kaddish and Kaddish means to sanctify oneself to sanctify to 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 get to the expanded consciousness that is God. And wh- while we'll be saying the Kaddish, we're also going to say the words um, z- z- um, Zman Cheroseinu, the time of our freedom. Um, the words exactly are Moadim Lesimcha, Chag Mazmanim Lesasan, Es Yom Chag Matzos. It's actually not called Pesach, it's called Matzos, which is interesting. You know, because we call it Pesach, but Pesach's what God did. He passed over. Matzahs are what we do. So we, we say what he does, and he says, and when we pray, meaning we call it by what God did, and then when we pray, we mention what we did for God, so to speak, meaning we made matzahs. We're going to eat matzahs. Chag ha-matzahs hazeh. This chag ha-matzahs. And then we say, zman cheroseinu. And what do we mean by zman cheroseinu? Zman means that what's what's flowing now is freedom. Cheros, 
means freedom. What's flowing into the creation now is freedom. Well, what is freedom according to Judaism? What is that word? I know growing up, you know, a lot of people probably had discussions of democracy and stuff like that, of freedom. Or, but really, uh, uh, Rav Noah Weinberg used to say that that's the freedom that everyone thinks Pesach's about is liberty, meaning you have the liberty to make choices. Um, freedom on, the, on, on a deeper... 613, 248, 0... 365. Freedom in, uh, in Jairus, in, in this case, means to, free your, to have your mind free, to free your mind. And what does that mean? To free your mind from the shackles of the of physicality that that is that um, this 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 view of the world like like the physical world is all there is that's the freedom to realize that really God is all there is. This is the the ultimate. It's usually on, on Pesach. The tradition here in Jerusalem is everyone says. Um, Kiddush together, and uh, and there when we say Zman Chayusenu, you have in mind like you literally slow it down. Zman Chayusenu, the the time of our freedom, where where the what's flowing to us right now is the chance to experience pure kedusha of of that all there is is God, and and that my, I freed my mind from the slavery of physicality. Of the uh, of the material world, not that we don't exist in the material world, not that we don't use the material world for our benefit. I mean, we are holding usually a silver kiddush cup. That's not, and uh, and on Pesach you're using fine wine, you know, which, which ain't cheap either. So it's not it's not like we're this isn't India here where we're renouncing the physical. It's just that we are in a full recognition of the um, of the. Um, Of the the um, of of that of God pulsing into creation, and again, that's all hidden today. But it's but it's not going to be hidden forever. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be revealed in, in, soon in our days. Now, um, all of this has to do with kedusha, with sanctifying ourselves to to God's oneness. That's, that's that's what this is all about, is, is getting ourselves in tune with, with, this, with this freedom, with this freedom of mind, with this freedom of knowing that, that, that God's all there is. Now, let me, let me just back up a little bit to explain that when the Jews were in Egypt, they were at the 49th level of Tuma. 49th level of Tuma is, uh, means the 49th level of impurity or whatever, whatever that means, but it's, let's just say the thickest of uh, of cover up, meaning the darkest was the darkest of the dark, and the um, yeah, it's using it. I'm using it, and the, uh, you can use it. From there. Thank you very much for it. Um, on the other side is the fiftieth level of kedusha. So here we are in Kaddish, and what is it? You might think the, there's 49 levels, and we almost fell to the 50th level. Um, by the way, the only reason we didn't find it, fall to the 50th level was the Jewish women. You know, we 
which would have been uh, would have been intermarriage. Um, that's a nice way of saying what I mean. Um, had we fallen to the fiftieth level, we would not have been redeemed. And so, the now what's interesting is the opposite of the fiftieth level. The opposite of that, it, you would think it was fiftieth level purity, meaning there's fifty levels down is uh, it's fifty levels down is to get to here is yeah, is uh, and then. 50 levels up. Yeah, just put it next to me. 50 levels up is um, 50 levels up is uh, is not purity. 50 levels up is is sanctity. It's the rabbis teach us that that's Kedusha. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Kedusha. Which is very interesting. That uh, sorry, I've been interrupting once in a while. It's just that Asia Tour is doing a live feed, and my Wi-Fi uh, isn't working. Um, but this is working through my my son's uh, link. So the um, so we're talking about fiftieth level of kedusha, which is like why is impurity and kedusha juxtaposed? You always want to like recognize things that are juxtaposed. Like for example. Um, evil is often juxtaposed to righteousness. That's normal. But sometimes you'll see, like in Tehillim, you'll see that that um, how do you say ego um, uh, or anava, which is uh, humility, is juxtaposed to evil, which is like. Uh, Meaning, what it's ultimately saying is, when someone sins, they're being egoistic. Like, I run, I want it my way. I want to do what I want to do. I don't care what God wants. That's ego. And whereas tzaddikim who do the right things are being humble. Meaning, they're like, I want to do it, but God says no, so I won't do it. And that, and that's humility. We have purified our lives, so then there's a possibility for um, that Torah will say a lot, like Kedusha Vatara. You know, in Alamechia we mentioned Kedusha Vatara means uh, you know whatever Kaddish, and Tahara means purity. So they're they're often put together. I heard Rav Leib Kelam once say um, he said in the name of Rav Volbi that. That tahara is making sure there's nothing in the way. Kedusha is what happens when it sticks. For example, he used the example of a, you know, when you break a ceramic cup, let's say, you know how it fits so perfectly, like it almost sticks. Usually, wood stick.
and um, and the so what would happen is you got towards ninety four because it wasn't digital. It was you're just looking at a dial and numbers on it. So you would turn it, and you'd see the thing moving along. As you got closer, you started hearing the music. And then there was a little needle that let you know that it's like you're getting a purer and purer connection. But then when you finally hit the right exact spot, which again, they use the needle because you can't see exactly. But when you, when you, when you got to the right exact spot, the needle would go all the way up, and a red light would come on and say it's in stereo to let you know now it's in stereo. And then, now, now there's zero static. It's a pure sound because you've got it dialed in. You're totally dialed into the, the purity of the of the frequencies that this radio station works on, which was you know ninety four point seven was my favorite station. And um, but what what's what knob do you hit now, Nachami? What knob do you hit? Volume. Yeah, volume. Excellent. That's a true glazer. Okay, she knows exactly what knob to hit. So you take the big knob and you crank the volume, and then you dance around like a maniac for the next couple hours, um, and you keep it on high volume for periods of time. Uh, I've noticed that people, you know, they love to like crank their volume in their car or in their house. I always know it's going to go down after about 10 seconds because like who can live through such loud music? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I want to like celebrate the fact that I spent money on a stereo system or that my car came with a good one. But then 10 seconds later, it's always down. Uh, our, our stereo goes up and it stays up. And it's it's just always been that way. In my life too, I mean, I'm I would have loud music playing for hours straight. And, uh, but again, I'm a stimulus junkie. You know? I, don't, I don't know about that. I, I, may, I don't know what I've done to my kids you know, with the loud music all the time. They're probably just getting ready for me to finish this live feed so I can, like, so we can go back to our music, which we'll have to crank some good music tonight. That'll be our activity. We need activities. You know? Tonight will be loud music. And Rob Berkowitz said we have to have loud music. So, listen to Rob Berkowitz. Now, so the so fifty levels of impurity, fifty levels of kedusha. Now, let me just tell you the scheme of things. What happens on Pesach night is we get what's called a freebie. You know what I mean. I'll explain in a bit. That you get this freebie where you go straight up to. Straight up to Kedusha, you get to pop up to the 50th level free. Like, you don't have to pay for it. All you got to do is make sure there's no chametz, because that would be like the two sides won't stick, you know, because there's impurity. So get rid of the chametz, you know, don't do malacha, get rid of your phones, get rid of your, you know, your money, and, um, you know, you get whatever the laws are of Shabbos, you got these same laws going on. And uh, get rid of all that stuff, and make sure you're just totally free to have the connection, and by not doing malacha, the, the 39 acts of, of labor and uh, and then you and then you get blast off to the 50th level of Kedusha now I, I am going to mention that I'm not saying anyone I'm not saying you're necessarily going to feel it because again it's a, it's, it's a, you got to develop sensitivity to feel that level of Kedusha uh, you guys do you, do you feel it Pesach night here I feel it pretty strong He's coming up on his birthday, Yom Raviz, Rosh Chodesh Nisam for Rami. And, uh, Thursday, Thursday. Starting. Oh, it's not Thursday night? It's not it's, Wednesday night? Yeah, it's Wednesday night. It's Wednesday. Mommy, 
Do you feel the Kedusha in Lila Seder? Last Lila Seder, you were feeling big time. Oh my gosh. You were like this the whole time. Lila Seder? Thumbs up over there. So, now, um, um, our, I mean, our house is pretty high on Lila Seder. It's, it's like super high experience. And I, by the way, I suggest you make it very high if you're With kids, is you caffeinate them. Um, Lila Seder. I know normally we don't give children caffeine, but um, but Lila Seder because of the it's a there's a mitzvah for us to to express the the Pesach story to the kids, you know, over and over, like throughout the night and various every way you can think of, you know, which includes dressing up and crossing the sea together, and you just do everything everything theatrical you could possibly do with those kids. The problem is your kids are going to start to crash out at around 10, 11 at night when really you have this mitzvah all night. So what you do is around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, when you see them starting to get uh, conked out, you, you um, give them, uh, it depends, we've done ICs, um, you know, highly sugared, highly caffeinated um, popsicles, like you can throw them actually during, uh, during the uh, hail. <laughs> You know, when you get to the plague of hail, throw out coffee hail, coffee barad, and uh, let them uh, have their homemade, highly caffeinated barad. Um, anyway, but, but that's what we do. Our, our kids are all highly caffeinated. They make it all the way to sunrise every year. And, uh, and then they usually rush off to the hotel and, uh, and pray, pray down there. I don't. I, I go to sleep and take a nap for like three hours, and then and then I get up and go for like a four-hour davening, screaming at the top of our lungs. I do ecstatic prayer at a, at a Hasidic group called Karlin, where I guess we think if we scream loud enough, maybe we'll feel something, and we do. It works. So um, anyway, so so you go. You get this freebie to the fiftieth. Level of kedusha, but guess what happens? The day after, you get dropped back down. Not on, not down to forty nine minus. You get dropped back down to zero. Now you're at zero, and zero ain't bad, man. Zero, zero is not impure, and zero is not not the holiest, highest. It's just zero. And then what do you do? Notice what we do. We we now count forty nine days to get to the fiftieth day of. Mount Sinai, which is like back to like hardcore revelation again, Shavuos. So we count day by day. I'll be talking about that later in my live feeds, how we count that back. But we build it back. And it's the same thing in anything we've been inspired in in our lives. Like, like for example, a wedding day, when someone gets married, it's like so high and like, wow, this is like, we're so in love. It's so romantic. I had to, my wife peeked out of the kitchen for a second. Hi, wife. But, but then, like, after Sheva Brachas is over, you just kind of look across the room and you're like, who are you? <laughs> just kidding. Hopefully it lasts a little longer than after Sheva Brachas. But, but then you've got to build. You've got to build because relationships made out of real stuff, not a bunch of people screaming Mazel Tov with a band. Okay? It's like, it's a real relationship. And relationships have to be built from the ground up. And, and that's exactly what's going on with, um, with us. 
we get the freebie, yeah, you get to see the light, and the truth is you'd never let someone marry you if you didn't see, meaning you'd never agree to marry somebody if you didn't see the light at all. So first you've got to see the light and be like, wow, what light? And then after you see all that light, then you've got to go into the, into the work. And that's the work we do after. We get Kaddish, we get the Kedusha of Leila Seder, and then we, and then we start, then we've got to build step by step. And work our way back to that sanctity on Shavuos, the giving of the Torah, revelation. And now I know we always call it the giving of the Torah, but nobody got no Torah on that day. That was the Jewish people standing in full THC. And that's sanctification. The, um, what's really interesting about it is it's right before Urchatz. We'll do Urchatz tomorrow, but it's right before washing, which is the opposite order I just said. And then you're sanctified. Here it's Kaddish Urchatz. Here it's you're sanctified. And then you go wash your hands. So it's a bit You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.